This is the Accounting Influencers Podcast with Rob Brown and Martin Bissett. With Rob Brown and Martin Bissett. And a big shout out to one of our special podcast partners, Dex.com. They wear receipt bank. They've been through a great rebound. There's a lot of great stuff going on there, Martin, isn't there, at Dex? You know what, Rob? I always speak to accounting firms about having a strong, uh, clearly articulated value proposition really early on in their messaging. You know, as soon as you see that firm, it tells you something. When I go to Dex.com, that's D-E-X-T.com, it says right in front of me, we make accountants and bookkeepers and the businesses you advise more productive, profitable, and powerful with better data and insights. Those three illustrative P's there, productive, profitable, and powerful. What a great clear value proposition. So as accounting practitioners listening to this, if you're looking to make your firm more productive, profitable, and powerful, not just for you, but for the businesses you advise, go to dext.com, that's D-E-X-T, dot com and start a free trial or book a demo love that dex gives you more time and better data to advise on your clients and businesses so your accountants get over to dex.com thank you it's the news here on the accounting influencer podcast this is where we pick out things that we've seen and not just relate to you what's going on but give you the implications for you as an accounting practitioner martin what's caught your eye this week well, I think we're probably bending the rules as to what constitutes news these days. This is this is well insights. Let's call it insights. Things they need to know. Yeah, this, this is a, this is a release um, from Smart Vault, uh, written by Alexandra Hater uh, at Smart Vault. And in the in its visual representation, guys, it takes the uh, the form of an infographic, but it's the top ten accounting practice priorities. Top ten accounting practice priorities. And what we're going to do here, guys, we're going to give you the news as well. So what they're suggesting are the top 10. And we're going to then just come back and focus on one or two of them that have really caught our eye. Okay, now, it's in guys like this, guys, you get a lot of generic content. You get an awful lot of one-word answers, you know, um, uh, you know, exercise, get up early, go to bed early, you know, that sort of thing. So, so, here, so bear with us while we go through the 10 because there's two that you need to hear about here. And we all have a different top 10 list for everything, Martin, don't we? Your favourites are not mine. We do. Absolutely right. But um, The top 10 list of practice priorities will probably be available, but we'll focus in on this one today. That's right. So other priorities are available, but at number one, they have networking. Okay, that's what they regard as a practice priority. Is that a priority for your firm? On number two, they've got pick up the phone. We're coming back to that one. Being proactive, yeah. Number three, they've got strive for implementation, not perfection. At number four, enable two-factor authentication. At number five, avoid sending documents via email. We're coming back to that one. At number six, use an online client portal. At number seven, very topical, ramp up your client onboarding. At number eight, automate as much as possible at number nine centralize your documents smart vault asking you to centralize your documents there's a shot and at number 10 clearly define workflow and processes now knowing you guys that's already overwhelmed those 10 are already too many so we're coming back to two pick up the phone i was surprised to see this uh, in a uh, a report such as this or an infographic such as this the the blurb says take the time 
to have an informal conversation with your clients to understand how you can better support them. Whether it be helping them with new legislation changes or additional areas of their business you didn't realize they offered. Now, for most of you, you'll have heard that before. That's not new advice, but guess what? How many of you actually do it? If I came to your practice, sat down with you and said, give me a list of all the clients you proactively chose to ring up to find out how they were doing in the month that we're in, I wonder how many would be on your list. I think it would be somewhere between zero and one in most firms, okay? And if you're wrong, sorry, sorry, if I'm wrong and there's more than that, then write in and complain and tell me all about it. I'd love to know where there's more activity than that going on. But this is an unusual thing to find because it's a proactive measure. It's something that builds a relationship. It's very much the human elements of running a practice. So I like that one, Rob. And it's linked to networking, Martin, and that this is not a time to isolate yourself. A lot of people are working from home, clients and the accountants themselves. So it's not a time to get yourself on the outside. I'm thinking of the analogy of a coal fire. And if one piece of coal falls out of the fire onto the hearth, as it were, it gets cold very, very quickly. So you've got to stay and you've got to stay around people. And that means picking up the phone, staying connected, reaching out, staying close to your own network, as well as your clients and potential clients. That's right. That's right. So the other one we wanted to pick out of this list for you guys, uh, which has come out recently, was number five, which is avoiding sending documents via email. Now, this caught my eye because in practice growth methodology, uh, I teach that you must never send a proposal for your client via email because they'll ignore the narrative, go straight to the price and make a judgment call without considering all factors. But this goes further. So that principle I'm already a fan of. Here it says, sending personal information via email leaves your most sensitive data at risk of cyber attack. Instead, exchange files and documents through a secure client portal to keep you compliant with GDPR requirements. Now again, most of you listening to this will go, well, of course, Martin. Who doesn't do that? Who does send sensitive information via email? Answer, loads. The reason I picked this one out, number five out, apart from agreeing from a methodology, is because I get it. I see it. I see it happening all the time. I have practice managers complaining to me that partners do this. I have uh, senior managers complaining to me that partners do this. I have myself been on the receiving end of sensitive information coming via email from uh, my accountant. So this is something that I know is commonplace within firms. And you might think, oh, we, we would never do that. I bet you it's going on in your firm. But if someone in your firm is doing it. And that for me, guys, is, I don't know if we'd call it news, but it's certainly a reminder, refresher, sort of a, a kick up the backside to just have a look at how you are working with clients and what your processes are in 2022. And there's a cyber sec element to this whole piece, Martin, because enable two-factor authentication, that's about the cybersecurity decreased risk, ramping up your client onboarding, having an online client portal. This is about keeping clients safe, managing risk. Uh, so these are obviously practice priorities. Absolutely right. So guys, we have therefore 10 practice priorities, starting from networking at number one, going down to clearly defined workflow and processes at number 10. We've picked out our two that we think are perhaps the most worthy of notice. You can go to smartgold.com forward slash resource forward slash practice priorities infographic to find out for yourself which ones are most important to you and your firm. Yeah, we'll put the link in the show notes and that is the news and the insights from the news for you today. This is the Accounting Influencers Podcast with Rob Brown and Martin Bissett.